Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. You're the new stud, are you? How do you mean? Stud. Hot shot, brain. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time djlittlerock.com check availability and get a free price quote and maybe you could have me at your next event you know i like to party with the people the people need to be entertained are you not entertained make your next thing a big one today on the program wes brown wes brown yeah that wes brown wes brown music wes brown yeah gonna have a good time talking to him in the next few minutes so stick around this week's shows, I have one public show that you are all invited to. Yes, my regular Friday night gig at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Come on out, the video dance party karaoke jam. Yes, I said karaoke. You're the stars of the show. Friday night at the Rab. We got a little concert going on starring each and every one of you. You could sing pretty much whatever you want to sing at the Rab. Meet your friends out there. The best place on a Friday night is the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. 8 p.m. until 1230 in the AM. Full bar, kitchens open, pool tables, pool tournament on Friday nights. So if you want to try your hand at playing pool and possibly make some money while you're doing it, check out the Rab. Conway, Arkansas, Friday night, 8 p.m., 1230 in the AM. That's enough intro. Let's get into it with Wes Brown. Man, I'm excited. I got him on Skype. And uh, if you're listening to the audio version, I encourage you to check out the video version on my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash keys Dan Skyping Wes Brown now. Look at that country boy. Look at that country feller on my screen. Oh, oh, he had to change hats. He's professional. You know, we've got to, you know what I mean? Well, you've you've cultivated a look, man, and and you've cultivated a sound. And I'm good to, it's good to know you. Wes Brown on the What Makes You Famous podcast. Tell me, how's your day? You know what? uh, I've been doing this since I was, uh, since I was 12, well, I started when I was nine playing the guitar, but 12, I started singing in the ballroom. And uh, I don't know, you know what, I, I, I was brought up a little different than others. I mean, literally, I mean, I, in the way I've made my money my whole life, you know, uh, singing, and uh, it's just really, uh, it's a blessing. Now, that's what I do for a living. I, I do what I love, and, you know, and... Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't go back and work for someone else if it's on it nowadays. 
Well, I'm watching your music videos and you're playing guitar, you're riding motorcycles, you're living the life, man. You're going place to place. Looks like you might be busking uh, from time to time. Uh, you you do some uh, live videos just to make sure that the, the fans remember your name because life in the entertainment business, uh, you know, people will forget you if you're not in front of their face like uh, every, every few minutes or every few hours, uh, they forget your name, but they won't forget you, man, because you, you, you have a, a big social media uh, presence and judging by your look your attire your sound you're you're a presence when you walk in the room i can tell i and and i can tell you're always on the move because you know just even starting this podcast you said uh give me five minutes i'm on the road so you're always making moves well it's like this uh dan if i mean now if i'm confused and i don't know where to go and i sit my ass down sometimes excuse my language but other than that if you ain't moving around if you ain't out there isn't it? It ain't gonna come to you. You know what I'm saying? And, and mainly, uh, then it turns into you, you're running for helping other. What I mean, I try to do all that I can. Really, what I do, I stay in a studio. Right now, I'm at the, uh, I'm at my live, you know, studio. I got a monitor here, and now, if not, I'm at my home studio recording. And uh, but now, I just uh, actually today, just about two hours ago, uh, I. I I used to record with the A team. They call you know Brent Mason, Buddy Hyatt, and all them in Nashville. I uh, there was a time in my life I paid three thousand dollars per song, uh, which I it, I couldn't afford that, so I had to get investors and so forth and so on. Well, I've got to a place now where I don't need invest. You know, I, I paid for a. He gave me a deal last time, five hundred dollars per song, and uh, and you know he sent it to my studio now, and I put my vocal on it. Uh, the fact is, the Nashville guys are better than Wes Brown is playing every instrument. <laughs> but now the past albums, I got an album that's dropping in April. April 1st, I got a, a album called Certified. All right, And the album before that, Altitude, that's me doing everything. And I mean, like, I ain't been engineering and mixing, but about not even a year. You know what I mean? But I just, I mean, if, if I'm one of them people, if you can do it, I can do it a little better probably. <laughs> you know Wes so Brown, there's a, there's a reason why people go to studios because they got the equipment, they got the talent, they got the ear, they've been doing it a while, they've been doing all different types of genres. I'm talking to a, a lady yesterday on the podcast, uh, you know, and she she said she goes to Nashville. And they got it all laid out for her. They got all the all the musicians, people that play guitar better than her. She plays guitar, but but the guitarist on her on her video on her uh, record is much better than her. And the drummer and the and the keyboards and they have all the talent there. Hired guns is what they they call them a lot of times when they go to a, a studio. That's the reason you pay three thousand. Now you got the five hundred dollar friends and family deal, obviously because somebody sees something in you that they have to lay down that music. They have 500 is seems pretty cheap to me for a song. It, the deal that the, the, the big labels get, and uh, it kind of happened like this. You know, I, I cut nine songs. I did the Outlaw six-pack with them. Now, everything, I write all my own stuff. But I went up there, I cut with them, and, and Outlaw country singer, see, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm the real deal, because, I mean, you know, I got a prison number and everything from being dumb in life. But you know what? Uh, I got, you know I went to prison for a uh, for a pot pipe with no pipe. But I called the judge a bitch. She had my mama crying. She humiliated my mama, and I ain't seen my mama cry since my brother killed himself. So you know I said you ain't got to be such a bitch. And uh, my mama passed six months ago. I'd do it again, but I ain't doing it over a year and 
half in prison on a misdemeanor because her, her husband, who uh, said something up being a state senator. Now, you go ahead and put that in a song. I learned a lot about life and a lot about a judge in a robe. I learned a lot about because I've always, since I've been 12, I've done my boss. You know, I'm literally, I, I do what I do and I make my money. But here's the thing, if someone else could have been bosses so many times, I would be a lot further, you know, because I'm, I'm an artist. And now I'm 39 now. Uh, my songs didn't really start making sense until I was in my 30s because, hell, I thought I knew it all. You know, I thought I knew enough. And then I get about 31, 32, and I look, man, I don't know nothing. And then mama dies on me, and I'm like, holy, if you don't have a little Jesus in your life, when you lose your mama, you're going to crumble. I'm serious, you know. Uh, and she she was she was perfect, and 30 days later she was gone from COVID. Hey, you know, there's a lot to talk about these days. We've got a lot going on, you know. Man, it sounds and, like you've had a, a learning experience, and I'm sorry about your mama passing. My goodness, sound like she, uh, you know, this COVID's a, a terrible thing in itself, and it sounds like you have firsthand experience. Uh, you know what? What would what do you say to the people don't don't get their shots or or aren't taking care of themselves? What, what do you say? My my, my thing is, you know, I, I, I don't I don't get the shots. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I'm I'm real. I believe in Jesus. I go by the Bible. You know that my mama was the megaphone my whole life. But now here's the thing. When the megaphone for Jesus in your life, put it this way, my mama was the most pure form of good that was in my life. That's I did things I did. That's the reason I would stay humble. That's the reason I because my mama. But now when mama's gone, it leaves you sitting there, you know, well, hey, you know, um, my, my mama knew how to pray against, uh, against you know, uh, hold on. Yeah, yeah, when she, you know, either way, it, but mama, mama passed away. It was thirty days. I I wasn't even believing. Oh, is it real? Is it not? What well, you know? What we? What's real? What's not? Next thing you know, she knew how to pray against it. And you know what? I tell you, I had kidney stones. Which they put me under to have surgery, but they put her on the vent. My mother's last words to me was, "Son, have you surgery, or you will die." Well, I have my a kidney stone that one inch it lodged in my left side, and literally. It about took me out. So I'm sitting there steady praying for my mama. I didn't know she was bad as she was. They put, she told them she had a meeting with my stepdad and with the doctors. Said, put me on the, she was a retired nurse. And she said, put me on the vent. Do not tell my son until he wakes up from his surgery. Because she knew I, and it's still, when I found it out, I woke up and I got on my motorcycle and I went straight to her, trying to get to her, but I couldn't. They wouldn't let me see her. I didn't even make it to her funeral because my truck broke down, so I had to come back, drive back on a bike, because for 28 years, my mother wanted me to sing. One, one thing my mother only asked me was to sing I'll Fly Away when she passed away. It's my I favorite. would always be like, Mom, Mom, get off the subject, you know what? But you know what? With a stint inside, pissing blood and stones, I drove a, a, my Harley from Wisconsin all the way to my mama's graveside, and I sung that song, it's on Facebook. So, I mean, I, I did what I had to do, you know what I mean? Uh, Anyway, look, I'm sorry the interview went that way. I no, just no. That off my this is your podcast. I want to know about you. My listeners want to know about you. Whether you sing a song on this podcast or not, I want to know where you came from. And it sounds like you had, you've had you had a heck of a last year for sure. I had a heck of a few, you know. It started back in 08. My brother hung himself. Found him, and he was two years older than me. <clears throat> you know what? And, and I would it's like this. Uh, Hold on. It's like when you when you start at twelve, 
Uh, and in South Alabama, they search for a knife and a gun at the door. If, they, if you ain't got one, they give you one. So, you know, shot twice in both legs. I've been cut, stabbed, everything. And it's not been from being badass. It's from being in that environment. That was what I did for a living. Mm-hmm. I lived on the Porch Creek Indian Reservation. I was home at 12, but my mama was okay with it because she knew and my dad, my dad kind of was bringing me up. My dad taught me how to, you know, snort cocaine at 12. Here's the thing. I, I, I lived it. Thank God I lived it at a young age. I lived like a rock star, but we didn't have Facebook. We didn't have all that. You know what I'm saying? And record labels back then didn't want to mess with Wes because I was wild. I, you know, I was loose cannon, but I, I had not become. I was still, I was the guy who could sound like anybody he sang. But I didn't know who Wes was. But then eventually, after you get a little Skinner, a little Hank Jr., a little Stevie Ray Vaughan, they say, you know, it was just like one one day I woke up and, you know, I'm in early 20s and I'm in Nashville. I never do competitions because this thing ain't competition and I ain't competing. This It wouldn't be safe for y'all in the world if I didn't do this because I'm a very uh, passionate guy. And you know what? Uh, I, I got, I got, a, I ain't got no patience, and I just sing. All, all life is is a big memory reel, and nowadays I just think back. Cause my brother's gone, mama, papa's gone, my, my mom's gone. I, when you find yourself, I'm up north because you know what? Anybody who wanted to put me in prison for two years over a misdemeanor, I don't care to be in that state no more. Deuces. My mom said, she said, "Mom, I'll go back to jail." I said, "Or do you want me to go to Wisconsin?" Because I had some people that was going to put money into me. And try to really do this, she said. You want me to buy, buy you a plane? And uh, that's how I end up up here. I never knew. I, I did. I, I thought I had more time for my mom. I just I kept my head down. I've written over twenty two hundred a year and a half. I do nothing but music day and day and night. I, uh, I, um, I, everything on here I created. And you know what? My girl comes along, Nicole, and then she she helps manage it and stuff. I, if I was a fireman, I'd suck because to get me on the telephone because i got three of them and i don't answer none of them <laughs> well I, I you know even setting up this podcast i know you got people that help you to steer your uh your energy you have a lot of passion you have a lot of energy and you need people to make sure that you're at a certain place at a certain time at a certain th- thing you know make sure that you're there and and, and it's they, nice to have those people uh, You'd be surprised. I, I'm in desperate need of uh, more. I, you know what I'm saying? I got my girl. I'm saying, um, I if I could, if when I uh, it's like this, when when the Lord sees fit that, that that I can, it's like this. Can you handle it? I don't do this to be famous or to be rich. If you get in the music business to be rich, you you're you're gonna be screwed. If you get in it for the fame, you're gonna be screwed. Uh, I do this because this is how I cry, laugh. Yell and all that, you know. Uh, and I, I used to think, you know, different substances did it for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I never got too wild, but I tell you what, it put me in prison. You know, doing stuff like I grew up a little bit, got a little gray in my beard, and now I'm on a different type of vibe, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got something right about it. people's digging on it, and now people are from all around the world. Is is there? It's really starting to spread, and I need to do more of this. What I'm doing. You know what I mean? Wes Brown, it sounds like you're you're a wild stallion and people wanted to break you. But you don't need to be broke. You need to be green broke is what the Cowboys used to say. And not broke all the way. Got a little bit of wild left in you because that's really where the creativity comes from. But you have somebody that will handle you. And you don't want to put all that pressure on your significant other, your girlfriend, your wife. You you don't want to do that. Maybe you want a manager that will kind of help out there. Hope she hears that. 
because she's one of these, she can do it all. She's going to do it. All. But here's the thing. If, if one person can do it all, how big are you really growing? Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And what I'm saying is, it's like, I, I've told her before, I said, you know, you can be my manager, you can be my girlfriend, but being both is hard to do because, you know, I, my woman, Wes Brown's woman, would be taken care of and sitting by the pool. But you know what? It takes a professional man things running out there. Daddy's got to be off on the road doing shit. But if you can't understand that and can't be part of that vision, then it makes it a hard, you know, kind of. Either way, now we got, I've got about 12 albums. About, uh, there's three, uh, April 1st will be my third album out. Got eight more ready to release. Uh, I got songs in Nashville now getting cut for me. Uh, and uh, I'm fixing to start putting together a tour, an actual tour. But see, I'm doing all this independent. I don't have no nothing. You know, I, I'm just trying to do just the best way I can and take advice as I go. I mean, I don't know it all. I don't actually. I actually, you surprised how much I don't know about music and stuff. But I do know what sounds good to me. You know what I mean? Wes Brown, it's good that you're willing to learn. Anybody that knows everything, you can't teach them nothing, and they're no good to anybody. People got to keep on learning. I'm always trying to learn, and that's what this podcast is, is learning from you today, Wes Brown. But let's go back to that that manager-girlfriend thing. Let's go back to that manager-girlfriend thing, because you know, uh, if you have a manager... You, you you're going to want to send them to the store to go get you a drink because you need uh, you know a certain kind of drink and if you tell your girlfriend to go get you a drink she might harbor some kind of bad feeling about that you send her to the grocery store you send her to go get you a shirt you send her to go get you a pair of socks that's what a manager go. does she won't go you know why she won't go because now it's DoorDash or now it's something like that call Walmart they'll bring it home next thing you know you're sitting there y'all are together 24-7 now here's the thing when you're 24-7 I don't know you know maybe I ain't trying to start a fight I, ain't trying, I love her to death I'm a weird dude sometimes sometimes I'm my guitar this is my pacifier you see what I'm saying uh, and, and I always am like a, my living in a glass and I, I'm a monkey on stage I'm cool with that but if they write these songs, sometimes, you know, I look. I've been I've been to three different marriages, and they're all well, actually, I only walked down the aisle one. But I always was in, uh, accused of cheating with this, this right here. Not, and, I, and I'm serious. Yeah, here is worse than any woman. Uh, you know, and I guess I wrote a song. It, it don't it don't have to happen if she believes it. If she believes it happened, that's you know. The thing about a traveling musician, when you're a traveling musician, you have to give up a lot of things like a family, you know, here and everybody needs a little time alone to themselves. This right here, you know, I got my my wife and my kid in the other room. But this is my alone time. This is my time to talk with some people, get some knowledge, expand my mind a little bit, learn about how West Brown ticks, you know, a different kind of life growing up in Alabama. I grew up in Miami, but I'm in Arkansas now. You grew up in Alabama and you're in Wisconsin. So you went from one country to an expansive country. It's got to be very inspiring being in Wisconsin, a big country, but a lot of snow right about now, right? I got a snowblower. What you know about snowblowing? I, I know not too much, man. I know if I don't have my yak tracks, I'm going to bust my butt on that ice. First off, I want to look, I ain't doing this to look like no uh, rock star or anything, but it's this bright light right here that gives me a migraine after a while, so that's why I end up with glasses on. Oh, yeah. It kind of works out. But here's the thing, uh, up here, I'm a Harley guy too. I love my bikes, okay? And, uh, 
But up here, my buddy told me, you know, ride year round. You know what I'm saying? You could. You could put on some thick clothes in winter. I had to live off bike three years one time. That's why, I, like, like a cowboy, I wrote that song. Uh, my buddy, when I first got my first song, he said, dude, you should put your guitar on your bag. I said, man, what type? I ain't even going to say what I said. What type of dude would do that? Two weeks later, I'm going through the boards, and guess what I had? The Harley and the guitar. And because uh, it was in my name, and I, I, at this point, I put about 160,000 miles on a hard guitar on my back. And uh, it's the best way of marketing if you're a single that don't have to come with the band. I got I got a Bose S1 PA system that has a back. You look like Batman, and I can ride my bike, show up, and do a show. You know, and keep it moving. I can have me see, uh, CDs and each each saddlebag pull up the AT&T store. Because guess what? When you're on a bike, someone when you walk in Walmart, you you're gonna take your guitar. You're not gonna leave it in the parking lot on your motorcycle. You just say, hey, look, here's the manager. We hold this. Guess what? Before you come out, they're gonna say, man, can you really play that thing? I don't know. Be humble about it and just say, all right. You no, know you done sold you some records. You keep moving. Keep moving. And you know that's how I've gotten around my whole life. Right. I, you know, but here's the thing: the better the song, the better the sound, the better you treated, the better money you get. Uh, and you know, you lose your voice with the cold, you ain't nothing. <laughs> it's crazy. No, no, those times, man. And and you say that you reinvent yourself all the time. You know, you grow up yeah. and you become, uh, who, who, you know, whatever singer that you're trying to sing. You, you become Leonard Skinner. You become, uh, you know, Waylon Jennings. You become the person that you're singing. But Wes Brown, are you becoming Wes Brown? Because you have your own songs. This is when you were doing cover songs. Now you got 2,200 songs in your pocket that are Wes Brown original songs. And you say you have eight albums ready uh, ready to, for consumption ready to put out there that you know that's, that's a lot of work you're putting in the There's work a, I, I had to let's see i had to kick it in the beast mode uh I tell you joe kelly the joe kelly he's over cdx in nashville and uh you know here's the thing he, he'll send me a text there now again very rarely they don't give it because if you notice on my facebook i don't i don't delete my live shows hmm. there's little things do that would that would bring up my followers and stuff if because you know i'd have to just take some of me away from leaving it on there there's some old ladies there's people out there that in hospitals that they don't get to see it when i'm right live so they get to see that replay and it just blesses their hearts if you read some of the comments that i i have gotten to read which i get so many messages to it's a blessing but it's like you know what i'll leave it on there because slow grow means deep roots you know what if you blow up overnight you know what i, I don't need to you know, because I, I don't always, I say what's on my mind. If I had a bunch of people come to me and acting weird, it could it could be a disaster, you know. But nowadays, I've learned how to control it. And, you know, the thing is humility, dude. Humility and, and just be 100% real. You know what? We all going through shit. We are. No, and you know what? It ain't. They say, what do you what do you think about politics? I say, well, I, uh, about 18 years ago, they took my rights away from me, so I don't really care about well, you know what? I mean, I, I wondered about voting rights for, uh, I guess, a, a felon. I suppose. When I went to prison, I become I become a felon, and you know what? It, it's it's just crazy. You know what? Uh, I'm a good dude. I'm a good old country boy, and I do. You know what? Uh, now back in the day, I, there's some things. You know what? I think everyone does some things they ain't proud of, but I've always had I always had a good mom. I always had a good daddy, but my daddy had a stroke at 54, and see that was the same time my brother killed himself. I go to prison. I get out, you know what, as soon as I get out, I'm out of prison, not even three weeks. My dad has a massive stroke. Uh, now I got all his stuff. 
calls on me, and I'm not, you know, saying Mama's remarried, so Mama can't even come in and help me. My brother just he's done dead. But then I get up here, and you know, I did some time, and then getting up to Wisconsin, I just uh, I wanted to get as far away from Alabama because I was I had done stepped off in a you know what mess. Uh, we we're talking about a, a, a judge, a sitting judge, and 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 the active senator of Alabama. You're not going to win there, the, you know. And she told my ex-wife that she would she give me a knife over a speeding ticket. She could, she didn't like me. But after doing a year in her county jail, she started understanding me a little bit. She took me, man. I went through some stuff. We ain't got time to talk about it all, but this oh, is I've learned. No, no. Keep your mouth shut. If you're from a judge, don't ever call her a bitch. (laughs) If there's one thing you take away from this podcast, Wes Brown, that is the thing. Okay. Uh, You know, respect uh, the people at the bench with the robes on for sure. Uh, You know, I've I've had to sit in front of them for traffic tickets here and there from time to time. Always. Yes, your honor. Yes, your majesty. Yes, your highness. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know what? Yeah, the thing is, she uh, she told me I could go to Nashville. Now, that was that was right after uh, that was right after I just had some I'd allow people for the first time to invest. We're talking over twenty grand into me. That's a lot of money. Uh, and, and you know what? Then she said I couldn't go back, and I had two studio. Uh, and, and now, you know, when you go to the bigger studios, if you're going to reserve time, you pay for it. You're talking fifteen hundred dollars. So if you don't show up, you think they give you that money back? You know, well, you know what? Uh, I fell for a pinch of marijuana. So what? Yeah, I smoke. I'm a musician. Uh, for that, she was going to put me in a, a rehab, and she told this is what her words was. She said, uh, she said, you know, and the guy said, because I stopped smoking like she said, uh, you can tell it has been a while to smoke. She said, so you got a prescription for that? I was like, no, ma'am. What have we already done here? And she said, uh, and look, I had affidavits, and all these numbers where people wanting to be behind me, and and she said, anyone who would rather you make an album in Nashville than work on your sobriety is a fool. And we're talking about weed. Okay, now, I understand that everyone's different view on that. My thing is this. Uh, I knew right then I screwed. She ain't going to let me go. So she, uh, I went and did a little monkey show for a minute, then I left. Then I come back, about two years in prison, left again, you know what I'm saying? And I won't go back this time. Uh, and I, it cost me a lot. I had to leave everything I loved, my, my friends, my family, because these people kept on messing with me. She brought me every month, every month she brought me in front of the court and humiliated me. She'd say, we don't have a anyway, have that, Has everyone met Wes Brown, the country singer? Uh, you know, it took her twice before I finally showed her. Uh, I, they, they, they end up always carrying me. It's something I'll never forget, you know? And, um, and it's something, you know, uh, it all comes out in songs now, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, whatever. One thing about me, if you talk to me, you might end up in a song. You know what I'm saying? Wes Brown, it all becomes material, man. You take that, you take that. Uh, what's, what's, oh, but, uh, you know, it, it sounds like you were burning real bright when you were young. And it's, and it sounds like you're burning a little slower now, which will keep you alive a lot longer. A slow burn. You know what? I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm, I'm getting, I don't like using the term. I'm getting old. I'm going to plug you into this big old 80 foot, whatever screen it is. And because it just looks, I, I feel like I'm on the news. And what I want to tell you, Dan, is this is the most professional <laughs> interview that I've done yet. It's for a podcast. It looks good. It looks, uh, it looks the part. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, and I you're, you, you're my type of guy. I can understand what you're saying. 
<laughs> well, all, all I want to do is have a conversation with you and learn about you and learn where you came from and how you became the person you are. I'm watching your videos. You look like a old fashioned country outlaw, uh, you know, Waylon Jennings, what I grew up with, Willie and Waylon and uh, Mer- Merle Haggard and, and all, you know, all these outlaws uh, that that I grew up loving and listening to. Uh, and, and, and you're playing the part, man. You you have created that image. And you, you fit right in. And not only is that, you have the background. A lot of hip-hop artists, they, they think they got street cred. Well, Wes Brown has got the street cred. You've been through it. You, you've had a reckless youth. <laughs> I've had yeah, and he caught up with me. And the thing is, uh, I ain't never feeling more. I say that there's a boundary I kept. But other than that, uh, you know what? I couldn't really snort cocaine that much because the drain always made me lose my voice. So thank God on that. But there's, and I've never smoked crack cocaine. So things like an exhaust. I'm not saying nothing on nothing else. Yeah. I'll pop hard. I'd start at nine o'clock on a Friday night and I'd stop about six o'clock Wednesday. You know, and I did that for the longest. And uh, because everyone went to bars closed and they want to keep the, if the singer will keep going, well, let's go to the next house. And I, and I lived that. And I, and I, you know, slept on different couches and I, uh, it was cool being Wes Brown, you know. Wes Brown never thought about having a family. You know, I, my my girlfriends, I strategically picked them the ones that they couldn't have no more kids because oh. I knew I knew it at, at twelve years old that I knew what I was going to do with my life. Uh, because it's, it, I can't not do this now. I will too. In my mid early twenties, I wanted to have, have a little backup plan, so I, I, I will. And then, you know, I had I had the pie, I had an eight thousand dollar rig, and I was doing, and I did that for like two years. And I thought, I'm, I'm sleeping in hotel rooms, and everyone's just going to party, get drunk, and I, I still had a guitar in my hand. I mean, why don't I just? Well, then the internet, this all comes along, and it's safer. You know, I can sit here, I can do a show right after we get off here, right? People can tip me on there. You know what? Then, and I can do the out and about shows, but now with the way the world's getting, I'm not. When he's scared to catch, you're not going to find, I don't wear a mask, I don't get vaccinated. You know what, when Jesus wants me, he'll get me. But <laughs> I, I, a little, a little line, y'all, I say, is a French Cajun word for a little something extra. You know what I'm saying? And you, uh, it's all about a vibe, man. If you walk into a room and everyone's so depressed and everything's going, then man, you can turn that thing around and, you know, hit a, hit a little song and you can change the whole, That that's a gift. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's awesome. Well, people that- audio version i want you to check out the video version because you know you have you're in a room that is a route 66 uh, to be sure uh, you know you got yeah. a, a wooden motorcycle behind you and you got a picture of the man bob dylan tell me why bob dylan i'll tell you what bob what he played a harmonica and stuff but you know what that was originally uh, not my idea to have bob back here actually i'll be honest with you i didn't even know who bob dylan was i mean i knew who he was i heard his name i never heard his music but, the, but my investors are in it, Kathy and Leo. Uh, these are straight from God. These are angels straight from God. They invested, not just invested in me. And, and when I say invest, they invested hard, they're hard earned money. But but when I got, you know, the prison stuff and all that, they were the ones who visited a video visit. And they, they you know, Kathy's. And no, no one will ever replace my mama. You know, I learned that once I lost my mama. But. Uh, if anybody's come as close is to Kathy and, and Leo as far as replacing God, God's uh, always allowed me to have family wherever I go, even though I don't have blood family. You see what I'm saying? And, and uh, I'm, I'm one of them. I was t- I was taught to be tough, suck it up, move on. It's, it's all right. Do for others. Don't worry about yourself. And look, look right here. I, I got to say that. 
one Mustangs hanging up right there. Look at that, man. Uh, I had I think I had models like that in my room growing up for sure. World War II was my my uh yeah. was my era. <laughs> Tell you what, me, uh my daddy, he built his own airplane when he was in his uh early thirties. I got a got a jukebox. You know what I'm saying? That. Uh just, just got a you know, we got the TV up there. I had you on, but I unplugged you. And usually I keep my motorcycle right back here. Now, uh, one thing is I, I like clocks because that's what we're up against now. Uh, look at these right here. Oh, that's beautiful. That's about a $16,000 clock right there. This one's got wooden gears. Um, and then, you know what, then we can go up here. If you ever like my grandma's house and stuff. Look at these clocks that See is right amazing. here. They're amazing. Those are, those are antiques. You can tell right away. Those things every, are old. Every one of them works. And, uh, wow. you know, like I said, this, this, uh, this right here, this, these toys, uh, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say Leo's age, but you know, he's old enough to be close, close enough to be my daddy. So look at that big clock up there and all these things work, you know, all these things. But now th th them are toys from when he was a kid. I said, my gosh, man, how do you keep up with stuff like that? You know, I couldn't keep up with nothing like that, but I've had a different type of life just being on the move. And, you know, that's why even now I write my songs, I record them. Thank God for technology, because if I write them down, I'll lose the paper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm around so much and stuff. Well, that says a lot uh, so. about a person that can keep something for years, for 10, 20, 30, 50 years. Uh, you know, me, I've lost all my stuff twice, uh, you know, in, in storage bins. <laughs> I've lost it all because I couldn't pay for the storage bins, uh, you know, and, yeah. and, and that happens. Uh, at least it happened to me. If, if you if you if you've got it once, you get it again. Yeah, that's a good feeling. That's yeah. a great feeling. What is and it? The, the more figure out it ain't about what you got anyways yeah the more you, know you the more stuff you have the more stuff uh the more stuff you own the more stuff owns you <laughs> wow and you know what when my dad had that stroke mm. like 283 acres i had i mean my daddy was a, a multi-millionaire he, he uh you know and, and he but he owned like owned, he had a lot of asset stuff now i'll tell you i was my brother when he killed himself my my brother's fiance was pregnant uh, nine months no eight months pregnant with uh, Ashley Maddox and and that's those things and, I, and this is why because uh, my brother's dead now now my brother's son when I saw that baby I was in prison but I said when I get out I'm gonna straighten my stuff up and adopt him I got to and I did I did that just because the, the mother was on pills and and they found him out in the yard at eight months old with a dog licking him and he's finna go and sit he's the last brown if i don't have a son <laughs> and uh, so so i ended up marrying this girl that i uh, was in the uh, last halfway house called center hope and i was in a 10-year marriage to a woman that i barely liked mm -hmm. she barely liked me but we, we did it for maddox and then you know finally 10 years about all we've taken i moved on from there now i don't i won't get married again um you know i, I got a girl and she she is freaking awesome she helps me uh this is but I, i'm i'm 39 i've been through enough to know life can change like that well, you know what what? I, and if it does what i got I'm, from I'm cool. I'm cool. yeah what i got from that story west brown is that you did right by your brother by raising his kid that's beautiful if you don't uh i mean that's yeah he's he's, he's he has autism too um and but let me tell you something. i don't mean to say that i don't mean to tag that it's like oh so drawing this dude look, this dude has a musical gift that would blow your mind it's just like with autism if he wants to do it, he do it. But, but like, so when I when my mama passed, I got to see him again, and uh, you know, I had bought some uh, bows. See, everything I used, 
Bose. So I bought some Bose sunglasses. It was about 380 bucks. I didn't need them, but I tell you what, when I saw him, I, I thought I was going to use them on a motorcycle. I couldn't hear him. But so I was going to take them back. But then I thought I saw him. And he was running around. He wasn't shedding a tear. And that was his his grandma. That was his everything. When and, and I mean, but but being a brown, I, I guess it's just wired in him. He, he wouldn't cry. He wouldn't. He held it back. And I gave him them them things and it took his little cell phone. And when he turned that music on, he started smiling and running around. And uh, music, music is something that can heal from you know heal your soul. And uh, and, and I, I hit my fans. I wish I could. I wish I could talk to my fans more than I do. Uh, it, but it, it, to answer everyone like in in real time, it would literally mean I'm on the phone. That's it. And, and, and I, there's a lot of times I leave the phone in the house. I don't even fool with it because you know. I still got enough of the old school in me. I remember swinging off of trees as a kid. We didn't have cell phones. No had cell phones. Had a bag phone. That did. You know, that means he, you're doing real good. You got a bag phone in your Bronco, you know? <laughs> so uh, it's crazy. But, uh, you know, nowadays, the kids, they, they were born into it. So, and you see where it's going. Oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, yeah, it's it's all going to be you know one world. Nobody's not going to have any creativity. It's all going to be you know people spoon feeding uh, you know what they want you to know, and then not telling you what you don't what they don't want you to know. I, I, you know, just you were talking. We were talking about this COVID thing, and I I listen to the news, and I'm trying to decipher all the truth by listening to all these lies. I have no idea what's true and what's false you know there is no no real news it, it, it you know you listen to cnn you listen to fox uh, who, they're spooning it the way they want to see it and then you don't know what is the truth I, i'm one of the most simplest guys oh i think we should see if you come to see you there yeah i'm here still here you there? Yeah. yeah still here are you there okay yeah. uh you know what uh like I said, I've been up here going on, uh, shoot, I'm getting close to two and a half, three years. Yeah. But uh, and I don't even really hardly watch TV anymore these days. I tell When I say I, all I do is music, and I'm, and I'm not saying that's, well, okay, I will say this. If you're going to make it doing anything, if you're going to be a bad son of a gun, if you're going to be a boss at what you do, you're going to be misunderstood because you're going to have a drive about you. You're going to have a passion about what you're doing that nobody else gets. This guy might be a fan. He doesn't care about you on Wednesday. They don't understand. Wes does it every day. Every day, all day, every night. You know what? Until I go to sleep doing it. And then I'm like, because I've always got when you when you are having to do it all. But that's why I took time. I want to do some other things now. I'm starting to make a little money. And, uh, but you know what? you got to have other people like now. You to do your song for you. Yeah, the good Lord willing, I, I'll get to a weird jet. Let everyone do my stuff for me, and I'll show up just saying. But you know what? Uh, if it comes, it comes. I can do it from right here. You know what? It's gonna be the same deal. You know. Uh, why is this? The thing you said before you need. Well, Wes Brown, once you get to a certain level, once you once you get to a certain age, then you start inspiring the next generation. <laughs> Uh, my, uh, my files. Hold on, man. Let's just try this right here. This may help. <laughs> uh, one thing about it, just uh, just wants to act up on it. Let's see here. How about now? 
Let's see. You back? Yeah, still here. Okay, yeah. Sometimes I got to turn my Wi Fi off and uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, this technology, it can, it can make uh, us or break us. I'm but I'm good. You don't too much talking, you know? Well, I mean, it doesn't sound that good on a podcast. So, but if you if you got to play, a player's got to play. Uh, Wes Brown, you know, I, I I'm enjoying talking to you as well. Well, and you can even cut this out. I, here's my thing. I got some songs I sent in Nashville, but I, I got, I'm on the fence about one. I just wrote it. It's called Angel of Mine, and I'd like to get your take on it. All right, let's go. And I'm going to play. I'm going to play it real fast. About a about a two minute version of it. All right, let's go. <laughs> It's got that feel. You could slow jam with your uh, with your honey on the dance floor, just feeling that feeling. You know, if you're sitting at the bar and you had a, a rough week, it's a good song to unwind to with a with a cool one in your hands. It's it's a good song to just chill to, sitting in the backyard in front of a fire pit. It's beautiful, man. Cool, cool. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Yeah, I just I just wrote that, and, I, and you know, I uh, I think I'm I think I'm gonna let them do that in that show too. Put them, you know. Let them record that. Them boys have been playing. I mean, Brent Mason was on Owl Island, Jackson and stuff. You know, Brent Mason's probably the, the best. Well, he was one of the hottest, you know, telecast players in Nashville for years, you know. And, and he's done retired now. He didn't make it into the Hall of Fame. I mean, these are, these are you know, these cats are, they call themselves the A-team. And they meet every so often. Well, Buddy, Buddy Hyatt, he, 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 he come down with cancer. And so he's been going to Mexico. Uh, T.G. Shepard helped him out, and they, 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 you know, trying to get him healed and praying for him and everything. But the thing is, I got, I got, I got to keep that relationship going. Uh, who knows? After my mama, life can turn on a dime, and I want to, I want to make, I want to start making the right connections with the right people, so I can keep progressing. I want my music heard, but you know, someone told me I was watching an interview, and the guy's, you know, he he rapped. It was a rapper and. He was not getting better. He was not even trying to progress. And, and, and they looked at it and they were like, you know, that's your job. You, you should be trying to do better and better and better, you know. 
know, so that don't mean I got to go to American Idol or anything. I, you know, I, I'm not that type of guy, really. I just do my thing like this. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not saying. You know, but you, with twenty two hundred songs, number one song maybe was isn't as good as number twenty two hundred. You progress, you get better, and, and you know when you start really? writing songs, were you good in English at school? Uh, you know, or, or just these are just thoughts that spit out of your head, and you got to write them down on paper. You know, hey, yeah, yeah. I, I'm fifty. I'm 53 years old. I know a time without internet. I know where, you know, you have time to yourself and you could either, you know, go play with your friends or you can sit in your room and write a song or you can write a poem or you can, you know, write a story, you know, that you got to spend some time with your creativity. And, and a lot of people have different ways of expressing themselves. And you found, man, you, you, it sounds like you found your niche. Yeah. You could have been a welder. You could have been, you could have been a welder, you know, but yeah. I, I like that you picked country music and, and, you know, this thing I tell people in the entertainment business, you know, people that are looking to get a job in the entertainment business, the, you know, the money's good, but the work is not steady. You got to hustle. You got to hustle. You better believe it. You got to hustle. Or you got, you know, or you got to make something so fire and hot that no one, you know, let them come to you. When they come to you, then you got something going. Yeah. But you know what? It takes a lot of work. And you got to believe in yourself. You got to, I, I ain't going to lie to the show uh, last weekend. And I'll tell you what, it was one of the hardest shows because it wasn't my crowd to start off with. But I, but I, and I could have showed up. I got the attitude, oh, I'm getting paid in this show. But, there's no one way it was just not my crowd or whatever but you know what I had to just grab bear down and get it so do my three hours and go and I wear I, I got a real flag back in my vest you know I, I wear, that, I'm from the south okay That's, that does not mean I'm racist that don't mean I don't get it I don't even of course get a comment the next morning to, not to show back up to this one lady's town and, and you know my thing was I said lady you got to write one here and you know I wasn't rude that bad but it's like this. I was sitting, my back was to the wall, first off. And what I got, you know why I got that rebel flag vest? Because I got it for 99 cents. That's why I got it. You know what? You need to check out who Wes Brown is. You know, uh, it just, it was, so, it was such ignorance. I just put it on Facebook and let the fans talk to her. I ain't going to talk to her about it. Because the issue going to be the same. What I did, I mean, I got a custom flag get made. And I'm going to embroider it and hang it up behind me. And I'm going to get a whole suit made of rebel flags. And I ordered the boots yesterday. <laughs> I just, because I got to play at the same bar again in about a month. So, you know, that's that's kind of how I answer that question. Now, that's a real smart-ass way to do it, but I, I couldn't help myself. Well, West I Brown. Out there, I said, if y'all can sew, and I'll be dang one of the fans and give me your sizes and go make me a suit. I, I said, y'all get a suit, I'll wear it to do the show. <laughs> well, Wes Brown, I'm a fan of the Dukes of Hazards, man. And, and we start, we're starting to erase all our history. We're starting to erase oh, our history, man. I, Why? If people got to know if we all right, yeah, if the South made mistakes by by and seceding are, from the Union. But we gotta you learn know, from those mistakes. You cannot erase the history, man. You can't erase the history. And it is weird because what I do, I forget that I'm sitting here in Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin. I get to think it sometimes I'm in southern Alabama. And you know what? Just you know, even even that's why I say I don't turn on the news that often. I do. I see the weather and I see the nigga. You know, the United States. I'm like, whoa! I'm not where I used. You know, I'm used to. I used. I'm used to always being about three hours from the beach. Yeah. If not being able to get there with the, you know quicker. But my goodness, uh, when you're right by the Great Lakes, and, and then we were talking. About, someone was talking about Canada the other day, and they're like, "Well, yeah, just right up here." And I'm thinking, what? 
Bank. And I said, well, and here's why I figured if I go up here and I don't, it don't work out, I can think of, you know, fall back down the states until I get back, you know, where I'm familiar. Because everyone t- tends to know me in Alabama, you know, and, and in the southern states, I'm real well known. But, you know, I, and I guess I'm enjoying, I ain't been out west, but I got fans out there. That's what the internet, the beautiful thing about this. I can't tell you, I'm, I'm, I, I think the world's they got too and, and too, too much of a damn hurry that everybody, you know, you know, you're losing, you're losing personal touches with families and friends, and you know, and, and you can be whatever you want to be on right here. But you know, what I do at least, I'm the same dude when you meet me in person, and you know what. I, it's just what I do, you know. I can tell if if I go up to Wisconsin and I meet uh, Wes Brown and I shake your hand, you're going to be the same person that I'm seeing right here using this you technology. And, you come this way. Yeah, and, and because of this technology, it could bring us closer together, and we could learn from people all over the world, and we can make fans from people all over the world as well. Uh, you know, this technology can make or break us. You know, I'm from Miami, big giant town, seven million people all living together, right? And then I moved to Arkansas, Central Arkansas. All right, fifty thousand people uh, all living together. Then I moved out to a little place in the country, five hundred people. Salute. You know, so my uh, yeah. uh, my people are getting smaller and smaller and smaller, and my my fan, uh, but but I could st- but I could still travel wherever I need to go if I I need to do a gig, and I do the same, man. And as long as you got your girl that is backing yeah. you up, it sounds like she is backing you up and, and helping you out in your in, to get you to the next level. You know, if you're on this level, you got to get to the next level, and that's work, man. You're putting in that work. <laughs> Once, like I said, on my, you know, once you make it to the top, all you got, all you can do is go down. So I mean, it's, it's about the journey, and it's, this is a marathon I'm running, and the marathon changes. I'm not a guy you can put a steering wheel on my back and make me think one thing or the other. I, I stand on God. I believe in Jesus, and that's what I say. Now, if I sign a record deal, they say don't talk about politics, don't talk about religion. Okay, I hate religion. I don't like religion. I don't know nothing about one of the. I know about this. I know about the Bible. The, be, the basic instructions before leaving Earth. You know what? Go to prison for a while. You'll learn because they don't have nothing in there but that to read. Yep. And you know what? I don't. I'm not. I'm a slow reader. I play by ear. Now my thing is when the Go Bible come out, my mama got me a Go Bible, and then I would run all weekend. And the only way I could feel peace and go to sleep, I put it in my ears. Next thing you know, I'll tell you what. If you listen to the Bible asleep, you will learn it. I promise you, when you need that information, it'll come up. And, uh, you know, I've seen the miracle signs of others, and that's who gave me the gift to do what I do. And, hey, I mean, come on, what did you do? Do you think Wes Brown's responsible for all this? No. You know, God gave me a gift, and I'm just saying, I, I got enough nerve, just like you do, to get out here and make a little racket and talk and say, hey, how you doing today? You know, so many people that want you to do that, Dan. I mean, you know, if you're 53, I'm 49. We're not that far apart. And the thing is, we remember that. And we call it the good old days. Hey, why can't now be the good old days? The thing is, it takes someone else, someone saying a little something different, someone that don't mind. You know what? I know I say what I believe. Now I'm not going to drum. I'm not going to jump in drum. I'm not going to try to create drum. I'm going to create. I'm going to try to create a good vibe. And you know what? I know if they start fighting, not to play three steps by Skinner. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> that wrecks everything. Yeah. Other than that, we're just going to keep it up. You know, I love doing the shows out, but I. think point they need to get bigger and you know what people like we can do shows together Dan 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, when they have basketball games, they got announcers out front doing what you're doing, and then they got the players. You know, hey, yeah. uh, we can work together doing this thing, and we can make it, like I said, anything you ever need from me, just holler. Now, That's how I roll. Now, I mean, Wes Brown, you're saying you write music and you take it to Nashville, and but you just told me you play music by ear. Can you write music when you take a song was, to Nashville? How are you taking it to them? Recorded or are you writing notes for them? No. Nowadays they got they got asked where you take I can take his guitar, play your song, and and then it will it, it'll turn it into the notes. What I do, I write the songs and then I get it, I got it all in my head. I know where I want to feel, I know where I want to see, I know where I, but Buddy Hyatt, he's a natural, he is a producer, he's a, he's a he, he, I would never call myself a producer. I would never call myself a producer, a great guitar player. I just, I'm an artist. I'm an artist that that, that that gets by. Okay, I've been playing for I got about thirty something years experience, and I got scars, and I got everything to prove what I say. Everything I say is I sing about what I know about. If I don't know about it, I try not to speak on it. Yeah. Uh, but I, them guys, what I do now, see, I, I, I just now learned, you know, within the past year or so, and, and whether it was because of lack of. Uh, Funds, you know, three thousand dollars song that was expensive. So you can't go all the time. And you know, I didn't know how to do the music business I, unless you. Uh, then they say, "No, I get offered, you know, a record deal." And, and I had three of them. I think at Universe, I, I had some major deals offered that their uh, PR people that wanted to just talk to me about the deal. The thing is, I had my nose to the grind long enough. Uh, there was a time I wanted a record deal, but you know what? It didn't work out for me, but now I'm doing fine without a record label. And the thing is, but you can't seem to get on mainstream radio. There's there's certain things that being part of a record label, mm-hmm. and a lot of it's because look, you hey, if you're you're a DJ right now, you're on a major major radio station, and I, and I say hey, look, Dan, play this song, man. They say ain't gonna charge nothing, no royalty, no nothing. And guess what? Then if the song blows up. I come back, then my team. As a lawyer to you six months later, eight months, and they sue the hell out of you or something. You know, that's the excuse they give me. They said, and you know, it's it's hard to keep up with independent artists, and you know, they want to be able to call Capitol Records and get on with so and so's management team, and and they keep business running smooth. That's these are things I've been told. But then me personally, I'm saying, should I just get in my, should I just get in my old jacked up truck or get it on the summer, get on my bike and ride around to these radio stations and knock on the door? Well, nowadays COVID hit, a lot of them ain't gonna let you in the door. But you know what? It's kind of weird. You get on down there below that Bible Belt and they see old dudes in some leathers and a guitar back. Hey, I pulled into Tennessee right there at that rest there. There was three older people in there. They're all over about six. And they was clapping for me. I walked in, and then old man his pocket gave me five guitar. He said, "Hell of an interest, son." He said, "Going to Nashville?" I said, "No, I'm going to my mom's grave." I said, "I've been to Nashville." Anyways, it was the coolest thing because I mean, you know, get out here and do this music. You know, I, I and I, 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 could, I don't mind talking like these cats who's hit me up just here recently. And if they see this, they don't know who they are. They're very, you know, my thing is this. You're not going to change West Brown, period. Uh, you know, it's, uh, what I wear, what I dress, how I do. Now, I can always, what I'm in need of is constructive criticism and guidance from people who know. But you know what? I give anyone two minutes if they're older than me. But after two minutes, if I'm getting dumber, I got to go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it doesn't respect the thing, Dan. You know what I'm saying? Is I give them two minutes. But two minutes, I can tell if, uh, 
you know, and I've learned I got life is with a blessing, man. We ain't got a lot of time here. We be gone like that. I ain't, you know what? If, if it turns in, I ain't gonna monkey around and become part of the circus. I'm just gonna just vacate the premises. Well, Wes you know Brown, you're talking about two People. minutes. I'm so glad that I made the I made the cut. We've gone way over two minutes. But you know, I, I've been on the I've been on the radio on and off since uh, 1986 terrestrial radio. And you're talking about getting your song on the radio. I've worked for. Uh, radio companies that own 200, 300 stations. And then I've worked for yeah. the mom and pop stations where they own one or two stations. So much better yeah. working on the little mom and pops where if somebody comes in with a new record and I'll take a listen to it, huh? Look at that. That West Brown record sounds pretty good. Let me put that on yeah. my show. Bam. Put it on the air. Tell people, hey, that's Wes Brown. Go find him at the blah, blah, blah this weekend uh, at starting at six o'clock. Be there. You know, tickets are, tickets are on sale at the door. You know, that's what radio should be. That's what, a, you know, a DJ should be. It's a guy promoting other people. That's my job. Well, in my, and I'll tell you what, I, I, I mean what I say, uh, I really this interview but but you got a good uh, look your, your your channel looks good was, <laughs> I, you know i'm i'm a uh like i said is it unless uh, if the good lord willing the creek don't rise uh i'm gonna keep on shaking this thing and i'm gonna tell you what uh these next four songs that's fixing to come back that i'm gonna then i'm gonna do best when i say this uh dan that, that i i'm not you know i've been told i get in the studio i'm told i'm a genius but I don't, I don't know exactly what I'm doing. I just do it, okay? This is God giving gift. But now, um, these next four songs I'm fixing to release uh, coming up in the next year uh, is going to be a changing point. I mean, because I'm fixing to, I ain't playing no more games. Now, the the six pack, the outlaw six pack, I'm fixing to put out. It's called Lawless. It's called Lawless Outlaw. Now, it's going to have all ten of my recordings I did in Nashville, and and you know. But we got Altitude Certified comes out April 1st. Uh, that's me doing all. Uh, see, I play all the instruments, too. And uh, it ain't the, that ain't the problem. The problem is is the engineering, the mixing, the uh, expensive equipment that's in Nashville. You know, when I go there, I record in uh, Reba McIntyre's old studio. You know, and it's, it's you know, it, it, I, can go, I can go to Nashville, uh, and I can go on Thursday night. Uh, Friday, I can go to the studio. Saturday, go to the studio. Go home Sunday. And have a whole album done. Thirty days later, it's ready to play. Well, that's what you got to do. You you're difference. you're putting the work into where you're already ready to go when you get there. You can't get to the studio and fart around and say, "Well, maybe I should do no. this change. Maybe I should do that change." That you have to to be fully rehearsed and ready to go when you want to lay that track down. Yeah, you you're doing the work, man. It's it's uh you don't play around in them studios like now, and, and they always get me in last or whatever because I mean I've done it. I've been like I said, I do this all the time, and and they I don't use vocal tuner. I don't I, you know if, if uh I don't I don't do a bunch of takes. You know what? I when I when I when it's time to pull the trigger, if I'm gonna be in Nashville, I'm gonna do it right, and I'm gonna you know because everybody's time is precious. But now I it used to. I need to get there. Then the time I showed up in a limousine and stuff. And, but nowadays, I'm cool with just look. I made me a I made me a little recording on Voice Record Pro, which is me and a guitar. I sent to Buddy, and he's at midnight. I got back with me. He said, "Sorry, Wes." He said, "I've been on the tour bus with Mo Bandy." You know, what I'm saying they're going across country, and, and uh, I said, "Well, Buddy," I said, "Look, I sent the song just a while ago. I sent him the money, and it's kind of like blew his mind because." 
you know, there, I've said I wanted to do this on my own with my money for the longest, but it never turned out to be. But money can be tough, you know what I'm saying? And, but this time I stuck to it, and, and, and it's not that hard to be a man. Do what you say you're going to do. And, and guess what? I did. I paid him. And, and wait till you hear these songs that he's going to do. It's going to blow some people's minds. And, and, and they, anybody that's watching it, you can cut this westbrownmusic.com but they can watch me on Facebook you know, West Brown Music on Facebook uh, The Real West Brown on Instagram if you just look up West Brown you don't see me on the interweb, you know what I'm saying anywhere, if you want about the music TuneCore, I run through TuneCore distribution and Dan, I, I hope we can keep this relationship going like you said, if you have worked for these big companies, then you might get squeezed me on in there, because I, I refuse to believe you got to be a made I, I put it this way they said you gotta have, be a major artist and all this stuff on Spotify. Well, guess what? I am now. Yeah, I you are. I got to my numbers, not because I'm signed to anybody. It's because you know you can either be signed to Capitol Records or you can sell a million records. Period. It's still, but it's gonna be the same effect. You know that's why you got a lot of these people that blowing up. But you need some kind of structure. And I'm always like, I said, I'm always up for constructive criticism. Well, West Brown, you know, it feels like you don't have. There, man, you're you're not only I, I, I'm on social media. I got the 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 four. I got the Instagram, uh, it, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Those are my four. You're even on TikTok, man. These, these little gr- girls are dancing, and then right next to them is Wes Brown playing his song right there for you. I tell you what, you know, I look at them. Then you see something about Ukraine and Russia, and it's like this. I saw I saw a comment. Said something, said, look, look, and I, we're not going to get on the, on the, the, the Joe Biden and all that, but I'm going to tell you this. I saw something so cool. It said, Russia, their kids, they're training them from babies to shoot people, to do war games. We got grown men on TikTok. We need to sit this one out. I was like, yeah, oh my God, it's so right. You are so but right, yeah, man. Here's the thing you got to, you know, you got to have an online presence. That's the thing, even some of your major artists are they go behind. I just kind of come along at a time where, you know, it, it, you know, it, it all goes. Glory goes to God first. But if it wasn't for Kathy and Leo, uh, you know, this building I just showed you, this this is Leo's. This is some of just some of his antiques. I mean, and the thing is, but they, I've been up here like two and a half years now. I have my own place. Me and my girl, we have our own place, and, and we do our own thing. But you know, I, I lived right here where I'm sitting, right here for one year, day in day out. I slept in there in the bedroom. But you know what? I, I, they they, they brought me here and they put me in the family just like I was like I was the heir to the throne or whatever and, and it's it, it's rare man it's rare to meet real people like that Wes Brown it sounds like you got people that believe in you that have faith in yep. you and you develop those relationships you, you can't do it all by yourself you have to have a team yes you got your girl yeah you got your your, your friends that that lend you this place and, and the people at the studio you cannot do it by yourself and you've got a team that's going to help West Brown music go to that next level I, I'm, I'm I'm looking I'm a fan already I'm behind I'm, I'm, I'm locked in on all these social medias and uh Tell me about tell me about twist twist on it. What is that? I'll tell you what twist on it is. I'm a, well, I, I can't give the secret away. Anyways, it's about a buddy of mine, and mm. and then I, anyways, uh, we were sitting. I, you know, like I said, I've always rode bikes, and then when I was in Alabama, we, uh, one of my best friends named Lee Burge, you know, he, he's got a, a group called the Twisted Brotherhood. Okay, uh, it's it's a riding club, not a not a MC. You know, I know a little something about the outlaws too, but it, that's that's my past. 
this is a riding club. It's called Twisted Brotherhood. Anyways, Lee's about 390 pounds, about 65, 65. Now, Christy, his wife, she's a lot smaller, but we're sitting on the front back porch of this place. I'm going through my third divorce at the time. And uh, one thing my last wife, she, she, she did not stand me singing. She didn't want to play the guitar. It was just something we, anyways. But Lee, Lee, we're drunk. And the night before we rode, and, I, and, and I'm past everybody. And she was like, you can't slow that motorcycle down. And I said, I just want to get in front of y'all. Y'all go to slow. And Lee just looked at me and giggled. Now, you got to picture this big old, big old guy. And he giggled. He said, man, sometimes you just got a twist on it. And anybody who's been on a motorcycle or anybody, you know, sometimes you just got, you feel the need just to go. And, when, and, and I, I had me a little buzz. And I said, I'll tell you what, if she could tattoo, I'd let you tattoo it on me right now. And I'll be damned if I didn't have a tattoo gun and, and all that. And guess what? So I, I had it tattooed right here on my arm, twist on it. <laughs> now, I just, some of my fans, I just had a 78-year-old woman that's never had a tattoo before. She, you know what? Send me a picture. She got twist on it on her arm. <laughs> if you go to at, the at sign, at twist on it, takes you to West Brown Music, to Facebook, all that. You know what? That, that. I told my girl one time, said, hey, I'll just write that twist on it on a dollar bill before you spend it. And would you believe it went crazy and they say, no, I'm getting them dollar bills up here with that twist on it? Because if you see that, that's going to be like, oh, this is going to make you. You don't go to it. You don't get on your phone and go to that twist on it. There's no way you're not. Yeah. And guess what's going to happen when you get there? It's going to be all wet. Now, maybe I'm for that. I did not come up with the idea. I said, I'm broken again. I ain't going to. Well, that's. Oh, Look, these, 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 uh, I mean, it's real stuff. Independent artists, look, you get it, how you, look, these, these, uh, dollar bills. Now, these come in, these come circulated through the bank, saying, I mean, so one of them come from Georgia and it, it ended up in Wisconsin. You just, uh, think about how many hands, uh, cash money switches. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it ain't always about, a, uh, all my numbers on all these social media, everything's organic. Uh, I don't, I don't run camping. I don't. I try to do it as cheap as possible, and I don't mean I, I, that that come out wrong. I don't mean as cheap as possible. If I need, if I need to, if I need some money behind me, it's behind me. Put it that way. Yeah. But but it's it's got to be. Yeah. It's just like if you got a perfect good car and it's running and it, and it suits you fine. Why would you want to go get in debt on a brand new thing trying to be something that you're not? You know what? I'm I'm, I'm Wes Brown. I you know I, I I don't wear sunglasses at night all the time. Just when I'm in front of a very bright light. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, just a normal guy. This uh you know I got a little bit to talk about these. Or a lot of people say they enjoy what I sing about. Mm -hmm. So and that's good enough for me. You know, because I love singing. I love singing. I'm playing, and I'm doing it either way. Whether we're recording or whether we're not. You know, I'm gonna be doing it either way. So. Well, Wes Brown, Damn, I think that's a, I, I, I think that's a, yeah, that's a good place to finish off this, this edition of what makes you famous featuring Wes Brown. Uh, you know, hey. uh, I, I don't want this to be the last time we talk as things progress, you come back, you know, every six months, a year, whatever. And we'll talk about whatever's going on or whatever shows you got coming up. I want you to, I, I want you to have an invitation to come back and talk to me, but, uh, you know, at this point, give some shout outs to people that have helped you along the way. Or, uh, you know, talk about, uh, you know, whatever, uh, you know, wh wh whatever people have helped you out or and 
uh, give some last words for the people, you know, whatever uh, words to live by or whatever pops into your head at this moment in time. Wes Brown. I want to, first off, I'd, I'd give all thanks to God. Just, you know what, for giving me the gifts I got and the people that have uh, been in my path. You know, Mike Linda Parker, all these most people are dead now. These are people that were like Mike was like my mom and dad at 12 years old, 13, 14, 15. When I was in that bar room, they got me the worst part of my life. You know, you know, my mom, my mom, my dad, my dad's in the nurse home right now, but he follows. And, you know, uh, my dad, everything was about this music thing. You know, he sacrificed so much for it, too. And uh, and then, you know what? (laughs) I just got to got to say, I got to say, you know, of course, I've talked about Kathy and Leo and then Nicole. That's my girl. And I got I got I got a handful of friends up here. But main things, God, God keeps me going because of. You know what? Like I said, I could have to take a right turn and end up in Idaho next. You know what? Uh, but as long as I got a guitar, uh, I'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? There's always going to be need for some music somewhere. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, and and when there's not, there won't be no need for Wes Brown anymore. So you know what? It'll all be good. All right, Wes Brown. You know, give some words to live by. Give, give the motorcycle that. motorcycle made out of guitars, right? What's that? You saw that, didn't you? I said, you saw that guitar was made out of guitar. The the motorcycle is made out of guitars. I knew it was made out of wood. I didn't particularly know it was made out of guitars. I saw that behind look, you, though. Look, 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 look. look at that. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, People have no, audio version are going, what is he talking about? This this motorcycle made out of guitars. <laughs> Well, all right. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and uh, let's wind this thing down. Give some last words for the people, uh, words to live by, something that pops into your head at this moment in time. West Brown music, last words for the people. Well, if I had to get words for the people, it would be follow your dreams. Don't let anyone hold you back and don't be afraid to turn up. And number two, don't believe everything you hear on the Internet or whatever. But I tell you what, uh, certified, my album comes out April 1st. You just put in West Brown something, westbrown.com, whatever. You'll find West Brown. You'll find me. And you know what? I'm going to be shaking a leg somewhere. I don't have a lot of shows coming up. Uh, and, and I don't have my schedule in front of me, so I can't. Anyways, go to westbrownmusic.com. You can find my schedule on there, you know. Uh, Dan, I have had a good time doing this interview. I just got I just got back to the Home Depot, so I got me some wood and stuff. I got to do a little, you know, man work at the house now, and I'm gonna drink a cold beer and enjoy the rest of the night, man. Hey, look, let's let's keep this communication going. All right, we'll we'll talk we'll talk in the future. All right. Well, there you have it, party people. Just a good old boy. He's an outlaw, man. He's got the look. He's got the sound. He's got the the skills to pay the bills. Got that guitar on his back, riding on his motorcycle. Yeah, living the life and actually doing the job, doing the work, being the persona that he's authentic. It's, it's not an act. You know, Wes Brown is who he is. He is that dude on the motorcycle with playing the country songs uh, <laughs> i guess if you spoofed it he would be playing his guitar while the the motorcycle was going down the street that would be the funny version of west brown <laughs> but the man's had a life man and he's had a tough couple of years for sure my goodness tough few years but uh he takes all that pain all that life experience and he turns it into songs just for you 2200 songs i, I i've never written one song how do you write 2,200 songs? He's got an album coming out. 
you know, in on April 1st. And he says, oh, I got eight more albums waiting, eight more albums full of songs waiting to be fully produced and released to the world. That man's working. <laughs> He's working hard to get that music out to you, that West Brown music out to you. I encourage you to check him out, follow him all over the place. I mean, the first place to start definitely is West Brown, westbrownmusic.com. That would be the, the place to start. And all his social media is right there. And if you follow him on most of the social media, he might give you a little, a little taste, a little concert. And then uh, if you like what you hear and you got a couple extra bucks in your PayPal, uh, toss it his way. That's how he keeps going. That, that's how you get that good West Brown music. Thank you so much, West Brown, for being on the What Makes You Famous podcast. It was a good talk, and I look forward to the next time. For sure. <laughs> All right, party people. Hey, now if you, yes, you, I'm turning my attention to you. If you would like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call, 501-470-6386, or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for me. It's KeysDan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Follow KeysDan on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of KeysDan.com. Follow Radio What on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of RadioWhat.com. The music you want is on. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag what makes you famous follow on facebook at what makes you famous follow on instagram at what makes you famous follow on twitter at makes famous and follow on youtube at keys dan leave what makes you famous podcast a review and subscribe listen to what makes you famous podcast on podbean itunes youtube stitcher google podcast and spotify and almost anywhere you find podcasts tell your story on my podcast what makes you famous call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time you can support what makes you famous using the paypal link paypal.me forward slash keys dan email info at radio what.com what makes you famous podcast is a production of keys dan enterprises incorporated at keys dan.com thank you for listening radio what the music you want with some great, great quotes a timid person is frightened before a danger a coward during the time and a courageous person afterward john paul richter the music you want, radiowhat.com.